Hey guys, thanks so much for joining me on today's episode. Welcome back. I am joined by my longtime friend Leanne. I am so excited that she uh, <laughs> that she agreed to this because it was quite last minute because my initial guest fell ill and he had to isolate. He does not have COVID, but he is ill and very under the weather, so he had to postpone but like the age-old saying goes the show must go on and we are so grateful for supportive friends so i'm all the way in aldo's my hometown (laughs) so we are going to chat about aldo's we uh, about the community and how the community um i don't know the outlook on life so welcome to only the brave leanne you are so brave for having this conversation with me today oh my goodness thank you so much i feel so honored oh my goodness <laughs> really really i do also i'm so proud of you thank you, you so, so much friend all because uh you know like leanne and i go way way back like high school we didn't go to the same high schools but to the same high school but we are high school friends and we've always shared this vision you know that we want to be great and we want to you know we want to change our 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 neighborhood you know so we've over the years like obviously we, we've strayed away like straight from our purpose but we are back now and we're going to collaborate and we're going to set up this great program and we just you know excited to do that yeah so yeah so yeah excited very very excited so i'm just gonna like jump into it leanne and i are going to chat about the community and i was telling her that i got this book by this Aldo's a, a local author Terry Ann Adams and the book is called Those Who Live in Cages and the book the book speaks about um, f- five females who um, you know nav- are nav- navigating around you know the situation here in Aldo's and I was saying to her I, I read the first character and and she went to a New Year's Eve party and she got drunk she lost her virginity and she was back home and dealing with the shame, you know, of like her parents and what they're going to think. Because she, 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 she describes her mother as, you know, no, like she, the mother knows when her daughters have lost their virginities. And she's obviously the youngest daughter. And then she was just thinking about the guy who took her virginity and how he's obviously having a different experience where he is being celebrated you know <laughs> for taking someone's virginity and yeah. which and that happens in the community it does. so just off of that we were also just th- then looking at you know th- just the general mindset in the community and also like how our parents you know look at things whether it's you having sex at a young age or you following a different career path which we really struggle with and i do know a lot of people look at um colored communities and they and they generalize and they're like oh well you know you're gonna go to the bank or you're gonna go to whichever call center or going to corporate and that's going to be your 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 life you know and everyone supports that but the minute you step out of that box and you now want to be a creative it's kind of looked down and frowned upon because it's like when are you making the money and we all know that in this artistic industry it really takes some time to cultivate that um, you know career path for you but and you really do need the support so yeah. i do know leanne you have um, you know been having some issues with that <laughs> i have i really have like from a from a really young age i would tell my dad like okay i want to go to the national school of arts and my dad was like so excited he's like okay so you're gonna do music right because in his mind yes. he wanted a band oh. so he was excited <laughs> to send me to the national school of arts um 
to do music that yeah. was his passion and obviously you want to make your parents proud mm-hmm. and I auditioned for music I got in but I was miserable I was so miserable I would look at the drama department looking that's at like I wanna be. yeah I'm like hey that's what I want to do but it was so hard for me to tell my dad that this is what I want to do not just as a hobby mm-hmm. as an extracurriculum activity but as an actual job and he didn't understand that he understood that with your orchestras and um like your instruments there is an actual career, job like yes. there's a career out there for musicians but not exactly for actresses like i would tell my dad no i want to act he's like what do you want to act as who do you want to be what he didn't understand yeah, yes. what i was trying to say so yeah i'm just trying to prove my parents wrong first and then the community because mm, yeah because i mean it all starts at home and your com- and your community starts at home so you know your support structure and you know that's where we also yeah. get our inspiration we draw inspiration from so it's really important that we make our parents understand because i i i remember when we when we met and i found out that you went to the national school of yeah. arts and i was like but that's kind of where i want to go <laughs> and my parents were just like what this is where does this come from and it, 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 it has always been something i wanted to, yeah. to do it's just i failed to make them understand you know that this is really it's a potential industry yeah. that i could go into my mother did support it to an extent where she would take me to um, generations i remember at a school project and we went to generations i was there the whole day and i had a very you know great conversation with one of the actresses and she was like it's a cutthroat industry you need to be 100 percent sure yeah and i think at the time i think i was just going with you know kind of what my friends the would fame, do yeah, <laughs> yeah i was like i want to be famous and i just want to <laughs> act but then i realized as i grew older that i don't want to act i want but i want to be in the public space but then i also want to be very purposeful yes you know so i think only now many years later my mother now understands you know the purpose behind what i want to do yeah. it, and basically it's just me lending my voice and whatever that has to whatever that opens up for me you know so yeah. be it and it really took some time and my dad as well he's only now with the conversations understanding yes you know so. that's why we need to have these conversations yes and that's why it's very important to have these conversations especially like in in this community like i've been saying <clears throat> leanne and i are going to be working on a project that will bring this or rather highlight this as a career choice for for um the the young kids in the community because i i there's a lot of there's a lot of talent yeah in elders it's oh just, yes it's not being exploited you know and we should we, we we should find that talent and we should really nurture it because there's more to life that than corporate i love that i love the fact that you said nurture because that means that we have to find the spark at a young age yes and then nurture it. Exactly. So now that we are we've been through the struggles of trying to infiltrate art into the schools we know that it's it's tough. Mm-hmm. It's it tough. Is, yeah. That's why we are not going to the high schools where they already have their own yeah, their own perception of art and they've been told what to believe. And that's why we're going to the primary schools where we can mold these young minds. Yeah. by the time they in adolescent stage grade 8 9 10 to understand and have a totally different view on where they want to be what they want to be and who they are yes. who they are because a lot of people by i know in grade 9 or in grade yeah grade 9 when i was asked to choose my subjects you know like i i was very confused like i'm like how do i choose subjects if i don't even know what i want to be yet mm-hmm. 
So let's let's eliminate that for the future grade nines and let them know by grade seven what they want to be by grade nine. Yeah. You know, yeah, just I feel it, that just makes it easier. Yeah, you know that decision because I also, I also remember having to choose my subjects and I'm like. But do these yeah. are these are these do, are these subjects related to you know the arts? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> because I don't know if computer science. But then, uh, if I had if I had a better understanding of what also the industry yeah. entails, because there's so much more to yeah. the industry, you know, than being the face of yeah. whatever a program. There, there's a business side to it as well. So mm-hmm. I I know with this we're going to be able to introduce and also shed some light on what the industry you know is all about yeah. and obviously in the beginning of our of our program we will work on the mindset yes because it's very important to shift the mindset mm. you know and also that so that we can also be healthy human beings because that's also inevitably what we want yeah you know when you do go out into the world and you you know how you can you can better navigate because we we as we both know the world can be a very cruel place very, very, very <laughs> and very outside cool. of our careers you know just personally with all the personal struggles that we that we face yeah you know and that also that and that can come with like you know like i don't know if, if, if i can say this but you know it's the whole like struggling with who am i what you know exactly and exactly i think it's very brave to say that and to admit that i don't know who i am right now but i do i have an idea of what i want to or who i want to be yeah not being shamed because because i know there's a sense of shame because you're, you're not confident enough to admit that yes. yes this is who i am and your 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 outlook and your conversations revolves around yeah who you are yeah because you said something really really profound like who am i when you when you are searching for yourself more often than not you are told who you are yeah. by society. You are told that you're not supposed to cry because you're a boy. You are told to cross your legs because you're a girl. You're told to not speak so loud when you're a girl. Like, we are told who we are by the time... Because we don't even know who we are. So, society molds us into this box mm-hmm. that makes other people feel comfortable like you you can't be this weird person artsy fartsy <laughs> you know you're weird yeah you're weird um focus on maths and science mm-hmm. and then we'll we'll get you from there because yes. your parents want us to be your lawyers your doctors and corporate people but if we're not that who are you because exactly. the whole arts um we, we we don't understand what what the arts is actually we just think colorful flowy you know (laughs) gypsy and they don't have any direction Mm -hmm. that's what society thinks of artistic people so we're trying to we're trying to renew our minds man we're trying to renew our community's minds to to look at us as actual focused human beings and human beings with purpose yeah yeah like you said purpose and i love what you said with the whole like you know the community and society molding us because yeah. i had a conversation a few weeks ago with a lady and she's in her late her late 30s and her mother had since passed and she's now trying to f- you know figure out who she is because her um. mother said to her go to school this is what you'll study yes. and that's what she that's what she done and now she's now her mother's no longer here so she's like okay i don't have my mother to impress yeah. anymore so what do i want you know, and, I was, and, I, and, and just looking at it, I was like, wow, this is, it, it, it must be such a painful process because now she's also seeking the professional help she needs, yeah. seeing a life coach. So she's investing so much into, 
you know, figuring out who she wants to be. And I, and I do feel like it's unfortunate, unfortunate that we tend to rob the next person of the identity. Yeah. You know, it's really not fair. So we really are going to, I think we're going to break such great ground with this. Yeah. Because especially us helping younger kids and them seeing, you know, a better outlook on life. And we're not saying that people should be, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not necessarily focusing on the arts completely because mm. we also said we, it will also be like drama therapy. Yes. So whatever you have to like, whatever kids will be dealing with, you know, emotionally, yes. they'll be able to also come to the program and then also like, you know, and figure see out. see themselves in the situations, in the skits yes. that we'll be writing. Exactly. Yeah. Because I, I also remembered like, one of the drag contestants, they had a celebrity drag um, special, and one of the guys was saying that drag is a for him drag is a, is a form of expressing yes. himself and getting to know himself. He doesn't want to drag. It's just you know he was in a in, in costume and he was uh, he saw himself. He was he was basically expressing his alter ego. Yes. And it was great for him. And this, is, and this is a heterosexual guy. You know he just he also felt like he discovered more yeah. of himself. You know, oh, that's so so, that, so I just found that to be very powerful too. You know, so we need to we we need to not limit ourselves in the 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 situations or I uh, think situations is the word I'll go with. Yeah, <laughs> you know, to explore ourselves. Yeah, because you know? I also think that once once we establish who our little ones are, the ones that we are targeting, these little little minds, they'll be able to be more vocal about the situation at home. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we don't know their home situation, what they're being told at home. Like, you don't know that they are struggling with insecurities given by their moms. Like, um, what, what kind of speech is their moms telling them every morning before school like yes. who are you uh, oh you're so dirty do this oh do this you, you're not neat enough do this you know so we need to basically allow these little ones to be vocal about a hey, um my mom's my mom's telling me something different but at school my teacher's telling me that you can be whatever you want to be yes. and that you are strong-minded and that you are you are capable you know, mm-hmm. so we don't also want to want to, you know, put the spotlight on them because we know that school kids can be a little bit, na- not a little bit, very, na- very <laughs> nasty, <laughs> very, very nasty. And it's, it's, it's been fueled by social media much more like through through the po- like for the past five, ten years, it's been like hectic the whole social media the whole um cyber bullying cyber bullying is hectic we were told that um what was that phrase um sticks and stones we were given the whole sticks and stones (laughs) and now my son doesn't understand what sticks and stones means all he sees are like these negative comments on his social media and then he feels like oh no i'm not worthy i'm not so the whole sticks and stones may break my bones we know it was a lie from the pit of hell because yeah, we were not equipped for, for we were for not this, for this words can harm world. you more than sticks and stones yes. so yeah with me having having an, a 10 year old asking these pivotal questions is also making me realize that i was lied to you know like yes. society and my my home life like my my 
where I came from, it wasn't exactly the best thing for me to go out there and be confidently myself. Yeah. You know, I was trying to be so many peop- people, sorry. And that's why I found a, a, a like like an escape through drama. I yes. could be someone else. I could say these things. I could act this way. And then I had to be another character yes. at home. Uh-huh. Oh, yes. So... I can relate to that, you know. Uh, I want to say... You know, just as a homosexual guy, I had to hide myself yeah. for a very long time. So at school, I could express myself, but the minute I got home, I was this different person, and and I found myself being very angry most of the time and moody. And I remember, I think when we met, I when I came to your house, I had a hoodie on, and yeah. I was I was always just trying to hide you were myself. Such an <laughs> yeah, you were so shy. And 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 that was only me in my home life. But when you saw me at school, you were like, "Who is this? it's like yeah. night and day?" And I remember a few weeks ago, actually over a week ago, my mother. I was at my cousin's bridal shower because I was the organizer of it. So I was there and I was having a good time. And now that I've accepted myself and I'm and I am who I am, I now express myself differently. So my, I I overheard my mother saying to one of the guests there that she does not remember me being this person yeah and you I know <laughs> and uh you know in, in in that moment i actually i i pulled myself aside and i was like wow yes she's right because for a large part of my life i hid who i was mm. and i didn't have the drama escape my escape was being with my friends because yes. i felt that that's where i felt most safe and you know comfortable only yeah. because i knew how my parents felt about you know homosexuality so i was never trying to express you know who i was and it was really a painful you know painful time for me because i couldn't be who i am who i was and but now as an adult like when there's an event i know i'm on that dance floor i'm living my best (laughs) life like just in general i'm expressing myself better so i'm in such a better space people love you you know and and i'm you are you (laughs) because and then that's the thing i'm 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 unapologetically me because i've had to I've gone through that pain. I have forgiven myself. I've accepted myself, and now I can be who I am. And yeah. and 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 through that, it really has pushed me to provide that platform for someone else yeah. because it's really so important. We also see this in our society how people hurt, and the the things they turn to. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it's just just to numb that. That, that that pain yeah. because not everyone has like you like you had your drama outlet not everyone has accepting friends and i'm not just talking about sexuality but just like in terms of you know supporting our career choices yes. you know if we don't go with the group thing bias then if then you are just an outcast that is yeah. <laughs> that was yeah. a car you know i i'm sorry i was going to break i'm i'm sorry, breaking the thought cuz like not recording in a studio it can be challenging but someone has told me that, you know, just go with it. It makes it more natural, the sounds and whatever. So <laughs> You can hear the community. Yes, we are in the community <laughs> and you can hear we are in it. We are in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's very inspirational. And um, with the whole Brave Men initiative, I feel like it's going to be a life-changing and a pivotal moment in our community. We're going to force ourselves on <laughs> these people to under, to understand. I mean, it's time. Mm-hmm. It's time. We can't keep quiet anymore. There are so many creatives in Eldorado Park. I mean, I had the opportunity to work with so many, so many community members 
and products of Eldorado Park yeah, that okay. have stemmed from where we are from, from the same backgrounds, from the same problems, from the same, I don't know, like mindset, yeah. the same box. We had to bust out of that box and become who we truly are. And they are truly products, great products from Eldorado Park that we can be proud of. Mm-hmm, yes. I mean, besides from South Africa and... I don't, know, I don't know, it was Bianca Lagrange from here. I don't know. I don't Bianca, know Lagrange, Bianca Lagrange was, not was, but still is, such a such an inspiration to, to, to our community because she was one of the founding members of the Jazz Festival. Oh. And that, yeah. that I could, like I could see how art could bring an entire community together, you know, yeah. whether it's maybe just for the bar. <laughs> I don't know. But we were there, we were exposed to international artists, to Brazilian artists, and it, not it might have, it probably, actually most definitely, sparked someone's mind to say, hey, yeah, more. we are worth yes. coming to, you know, yes. we are worth performing to, we we have this event that is just us, you know? Mm-hmm. So that was something to, to be proud of, and now that we don't have it anymore, we can't just keep quiet and let yeah, arts die yes. because it really made such a big difference in our community. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, and you're, and also with that, because like you said, you know, someone had that opportunity to, you know, see this all unfold and be part of it and be inspired. Yeah. And you as a young mother and you raising kids, and I'm sure that's something that you want your kids to oh, be exposed yes. to as oh, well, yes. you know. So um, just I, on, on, the, on the kids topic, because you are a parent and you have to parent different differently in the society that you don't want your kids to conform to. Yes. What are some of the challenges that you are facing parenting? Oh man, it's definitely in schools, man. It's definitely in, in schools. Because my son would ask me, mom, like, I want to grow my hair. I'm like, let's grow your hair. Mm-hmm. But the code of conduct says yeah. that your hair <laughs> cannot be a certain height or it can't be a certain style and i'm like no that has nothing to do with your education we're gonna grow your hair and you'll still be your brain yeah it has nothing to do it has nothing to do with your education and how how you you perceive what's what's being told in class Mm -hmm. so that's also like it's old school We, we have to like we have to infiltrate some other mindset into the school program it's it's really it's it's not fair it's really not fair so um yeah i would get a lot of questions like from my son because he's like of age yes i have a two-year-old but that's a different set of questions (laughs) you know but then uh yeah there's the two-year-old there's my two-year-old all right that was so cute nova made her podcast a debut i'm not going to edit that out i find it so you know authentic because mm-hmm. just because we were speaking you know about your kids so i'm gonna i'm gonna let you continue <laughs> she just really wanted the spotlight she's yeah, just like so, yeah. i wonder where she gets <laughs> the apple does not fall too far no, from the tree snap. yeah for real so i have really creative kids right mm-hmm. and my 10 year old was asking he's really into art like especially anime and oh, wow he knows that he wants to be in like the whole cartoon vibe yes to create cartoons and all these things so i understand that Mm -hmm. and i'm also thinking about me being more open to his artistic future and what he's what he's learning in in class is not exactly 
going to contribute to what he wants to be because I would actually in, in, um, encourage him doing coding. Yes. And not just basic uh, computer literacy, but like in, in depth. Mm-hmm. Because we are, we are raising kids for the future. Exactly, yes. And if they don't know the not even basic computer literacy i mean like as in coding yeah like to keep up with the world they're gonna be lost <laughs> i mean i was i was actually asking him how to like you know this whole tiktok yes. vibe oh was he schooling you on tiktok he was schooling me he was schooling me <laughs> are we that old already i know listen that's another that's another series yeah a mini yes. docky series on its own <laughs> so he, he was like schooling me on tiktok and all these things and i'm like wow mm. if i'm being schooled by my 10 year old what is he learning in class that's going to help him be the best cartoonist that he yes, can be I'll in be the in, future in his generation yeah. Well, yeah so are we contributing to our future jobs that we don't even know yet because mm-hmm. robots are, robots are going to take over artificial intelligence is going to take over our 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 beloved call centers yeah and we exactly, will exactly yeah we that's will not have to be redundant yeah we need to educate our kids for the future jobs yes that's that that's actually that's my biggest that's my biggest uh problem right now mm-hmm. with the school system are we are we ready are we preparing our kids for the future jobs that yes. that we don't even know yet because we won't even have normal banking exactly bitcoin is taking over <laughs> cryptocurrency it's taking you know over what I mean? yes so yeah that's my problem with with the schooling system now it's it's not made for the future it's not and i and i think it's it's I want to say it's obviously the public school system because they are they, they the, the department itself is dealing with you know challenges that they were meant to deal with many years yeah, ago. Yeah, <laughs> before us. Exactly, like, you know, and I I just last week just now that we're on the education conversation, our minister of education was saying that educated men do not rape, and I was like. Wow. If you're saying that, so how have you then been, how have you educated, you know, the educated yes. when it comes to that? Because I, I, I don't remember learning anything about abuse when I was in high school. In life orientation. And life orientation was about sex and about PT. Yes. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, okay, cool. Maybe, maybe that is something they're looking into because I do, I do get our education system in the public sector is very behind. And how do we, or you rather you as a parent, you know, expose your child right now to, uh, you know, their the, their their future, their future careers. Like, what programs are there available? And I and I and I don't think there are like the the schools in communities such as Aldo's are exposing kids to to such programs because I do no. know there's a company called 3M, and they they're very involved with like coding and. Um, because they, they they they're not a farm they they are they pharmaceutical I don't know they're a very big like medical company yeah. I feel like I can see their logo in my head yes the three and the yes. M yes, yes that one so they're very very involved in like exposing kids and 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 assisting them with, like you know to be part of the future so yeah, but I'm just like the hands on is the reach where's the reach like our schools are our kids are, do kids have access to that have I'm sure I've, in a newsletter have you seen any like communication I have not. I don't know if you remember. I'm showing my age here, but <laughs> I don't know if you remember Free for All. Yeah. Do you remember Free for All is extinct, it is. and that is our problem. 
And we had all that. I mean, free for all had every day. They, they showed everything. We, we could even write for free for all. Write for free for all. There was they they were, they exposed us to everything. Yes. So that is the kind of things that we are missing now. And also yes. life orientation. Okay, uh, no offense to any life orientation teacher there <laughs> out there. I'm so sorry, but life orientation has not taught me anything about life after after matric. Yeah. I got a really high grade for life orientation, but my life after matric has not been oriented <laughs> orientated after that, and that is the problem. No, it's no. actually really funny because it's my highest mark, yes. but my life after matric has like. Yes, I've sat in most of the of the lessons and I've heard okay, how to deal with conflict, how to do this, how to do that, how to I don't know what like put a condom on a banana yeah, kind of yes. a thing. <laughs> But after matric, my life has not been I I I haven't reflected on a certain lesson mm-hmm. that says, "Oh, yes, my life orientation teacher has taught me this that yes. I can apply." after yeah and that is the problem what are we doing in those classes yeah. and the thing is most we do know that most government institutions and classrooms um like your 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 public schools the teachers are not passionate eh? not. it is just a paycheck, paycheck yeah. i'm not speaking about all because i know certain certain teachers are very very mm-hmm. passionate about the kids you know yes but they are not passionate about what they are teaching mm-hmm. especially life orientation And you know it's such a major subject it really know? it really really is yeah i i i think you know with with you and i and p- possibly some listeners out there who are interested in you know community changing communities and stuff i'm sure they are also or there's an opportunity for us to relook at that because i w- i always think to myself you know like things should change things should change but then what are you doing <laughs> what are you actively doing yeah, yeah who's going to be those people that i clearly i then have to be that person yes. that has to you know introduce speak to the right people where we where we definitely introduce you know a different outlook or like change the curric the the life orientation curriculum yes. because as adults and we've gone through the, those those subjects and we like okay it hasn't worked for us and what do we think could work in that subject what do we think the subject can teach the kids uh, of tomorrow you know that that will better equip them so i definitely think our 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 school system there's a lot that has to you know change and stuff and i know with the with the pandemic and the hard lockdown we really saw the cracks yeah. <laughs> everywhere you know especially with like kids not having access to the internet but then i spoke to someone and he was like yeah so internet is a problem we see it as a problem but for some kids it's like we need a decent toilet you know yes. so it really is like it's it's really i don't know i i do know in in the inter- in in the international community a lot of underdeveloped communities like their own locals start like programs like yeah. we are about to end and they start centers where they where they themselves take it upon themselves to then introduce yeah. you know life skills to the kids expose them to uh, a- any any skills development yeah. because they, like i think the world faces this problem whether it's first or third world mm-hmm. is the inequality when it comes to education So we really oh, yes the teachers and I do I I I 
you know, I understand 100% that most of them are not passionate. It's just my paycheck. And I do also understand because they, they are also now our peers. <laughs> who yes. are the <laughs> Because yeah. that's how old we are. Exactly. <laughs> I'm struggling with that. <laughs> so, and, 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 and I, when I look at life and I'm like, yes, they are a teacher, but then because we weren't equipped enough to deal with life. So there's so much we have to deal with. So they are obviously dealing with their own demons yes. because they themselves were not equipped exactly. for life. So for them going to school or to work as a teacher, it's just like, let me get my job. Because we, we've been in those situations where we're like, oh, I'm just going to go, I need to go to work. I need exactly. this paycheck. Because I'm trying to do something else. Because you need to actually, provide. They need to provide. And, yeah. f- and, and for most for most people, getting into education, it's also just an easy outlet because there's all these bursaries, you know, that, yeah. <laughs> that assist with that, you know. So it's also like easier. So I do, I do get it. And maybe we can also, there's an opportunity for us to then also educate the the life orientation teacher yes. or like or have a program for teachers you know for them to like kind of reignite the passion that yeah. some of them have or or then just introduce or discover their own passion there we go. Yeah, like if you word. if you are not passionate about life orientation or if, if you are not passionate about kids yes you're in the wrong industry you are in the wrong industry like honestly get maybe maybe we can steer you yes to become the best receptionist you can be. <laughs> if that's what you if want. If that's what you want to be. But I honestly feel like if you if you are dealing with kids, if you are dealing with our future, you need to be very, very careful because you are molding exactly. the future. And yeah. then and then you want to complain about, oh, these kids, look what they're doing, all oh, these kids. But they are your product. Yes. They are the product. So... Like, even now that we are kind of complaining about the system, we need to be the change that we want to see. And yes. that is At what... Exactly. Yes. Even when we, we are walking out in the street, like, I actively wear the weirdest outfits, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> <laughs> so that I can get the, the, the attention of these little kids in my community. And they ask me, yes. like, hey, Auntie Leanne, which is a little bit of a, <laughs> a fright for me because I'm, I'm not used to being called Auntie Leanne. I'm still 22 in my brain. Yes. But... I see that in the young girls and they're like, hey, look at this auntie. Look at, look at how confident she is with this leopard um, ensemble that she has. Yes. And they feel comfortable talking to you because you ooze the fact that they can approach you. Yeah, the confidence. The confidence. And unfortunately, they don't have that with their teachers at school. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, yeah. and that's the thing. And, and, kids, and young kids are very impressionable. So we really have to, and I love that, you know, as a community, we have to be confident. We have to ooze confidence so that they can see that, oh, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to express myself, you know, through my clothes. And I don't have to go with the, the group. The start yeah, the, you know, exactly. Cause, and, and, <laughs> and, that is where, and, and, and that is where you find confidence is when you are comfortable in your own skin and and how you present yourself to the world at, in in a young age with in a young age you know because i do see this um through the media where these um i want to say kids who are exposed to more how they express themselves mm-hmm. and how they communicate with you as an adult it's really it's really something you know yeah so if if we can you know be those pioneers for them and i think we are about to change 
the world. Yeah, they should watch this space, eh? Artists are going to take over the world. Exactly. So I'm really so thank you so much Lian. I'm really grateful for your voice. I'm excited to change, you know, the community with you. It is a lot of work because I started this last year and I since had to reevaluate on how yeah. I'm going to uh, you know, attack the situation. And I know people Some people might be thinking Oh he's not doing anything Listen here I'm working behind the scenes mm. Because my approach last year Was clearly You know Not effective yeah. So this time around A fresh perspective More more people on the team You know So we're really going to do great things I'm so excited I'm so excited too oh, So yeah we'll goodness. definitely have We'll have a And who knows We might just have a, a, a chat With one of our students You know in the coming months Yes you know, and yes. how the how the program has changed their lives, or or you know, just their story. If they have, if if they're comfortable, brave enough to share their story with us. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Leanne, for thank joining you. me today. On only the you brave. made me miss radio again. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes, and Leanne is an ex um, jock, <laughs> or not? I don't say ex because you know the. There's an opportunity yeah. to get back into the it. The jock is still within. Yeah, the jock is still within her. So you guys <laughs> might just hear her, you know, on your airwaves soon. Yes, and she was, and I mean, like I've said, she's she will definitely join me again on on only the brave, and Leanne is working on a a podcast mini series. Yeah, yeah. So we are very excited for that. So you guys do, you know, look out for that. It's going to happen soon. Because I'm here pushing her And she's already like What three episodes into the script Yes yes Stoop Chronicles (laughs) Here we come Yes so yeah So guys stay tuned Thank you so much for Joining me today I appreciate all your Your feedback I always say this At the end of my podcast But I really do And some people are enjoying it So I really really appreciate you And I love you for listening See you guys next time